And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there from Washington, D.C. Neutralized by Coke Bust from Confined, the Confined 12-inch on Grave Mistake Records. Hello, Chris, from Coke Bust, from Washington, D.C. Neutralized, we heard. Today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, an interview with, from Brooklyn, New York, via Denton and Beaumont, Texas, the band known as the Parquet Courts. The Parquet Courts, today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Right now, going to play something brand new from Hamilton, Ontario. Going to play something by the Leeches. T- oh, sorry, I made a mistake there. Going to play something by... The TV Freaks, Leeches. There once was a band from the Leeches. Actually, they still exist from San Pedro, California, a keyboard and drum duo, and they wore garbage bags over their heads. Amazing. The Leeches from San Pedro. But this actually is the TV Freaks with the song Leeches, and the TV Freaks are from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And this was provided to me by Patrick from Hosehead Records. Hello, Patrick. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And thank you for bringing recordings of the TV Freaks featuring Leeches from Hamilton, Ontario, to me, Nardwar, the human serviette. Here's the TV Freaks.
You're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there the Dickies, a song I have played before called I'm Okay, You're Okay. And before that, from Buffalo, New York, the Space Wolves with Deborah Stagg. And you can check out the Space Wolves, the amazing Space Wolves at Space wolves.us that's spacewolves.us the space wolves with 
Deborah Stagg from Buffalo, New York. And to begin, we heard TV Freaks with Leeches. Thank you again, Patrick, from Mosehead Records. Right now, to prepare you for the Parquet Courts, going to play something that the Parquet Courts cover, the 13th Floor Elevators Slide Machine on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. Down south where they use the slide machine
Still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there the Fuzz Tones live with Voices Green and Purple, a cover of the Bees song Voices Green and Purple, which you heard right before it. The Bees from Covina, California, 1966. And this is from a single that's been re released, reissued by Ugly Things Records. Ugly-Things.com Mike Stacks and Anya from Ugly Things Magazine and check out Ugly Things Magazine for the full story on The Bees and there's also great liner notes on the back of this 7-inch and that was The Bees with Voices Green and Purple and before that a band that the Parquet Courts cover the 13th Floor Elevators 
Slide Machine, we heard. And they actually cover Slide Machine. And I'm hoping that one day the Parquet Courts, stay tuned for an interview with the Parquet Courts on an Ardwarty Human Survey Radio Show, will cover the bees, voices green and purple. And coming up right now, an interview with the Parquet Courts. But before we quite get to the Parquet Courts, going to play something brand new here by Curtis Harding. Thank you so much, Sean from Burger Records, for throwing me this plata this way. I don't want to go home by Curtis Harding from Atlanta, Georgia. Then we're going to hear something by the Parquet Courts, black and white, and then an interview with the Parquet Courts on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. So here's Curtis Harding from Atlanta, Georgia, brand new on Burger Records with Don't Wanna Go Home on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show.
Who are you? Parquet Courts from New York City, USA. Parquet Courts, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Oh, shucks. Who's in the Parquet Courts? Please introduce yourselves. Well, there's myself, Andrew, Austin, Max, and Sean. And together you are? Parquet Courts. And right off the bat, Parquet Courts, I have a gift for you guys. Oh, really? Yes, I have right here a Mike Jones LP. Yeah, yeah, you don't grind, you don't shine. Said it once before, I'll say it one more time. Yeah, what's the importance of Mike Jones to the Parquet Courts? Well, he's from Texas. And you're originally from Denton, repping the Denton, right? I am, but he's he's closer to Houston, he's from Beaumont. Yeah, I'll rip the Switcher house, screwed up click any day. You love the Texas rap. Yeah, third coast, man. And Austin, I was thinking, you love the Texas rap, so I thought I would get you some more Texas rap. A Bun B LP. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, Two Austin. Wow. Yeah, what does it say? Maybe you could tell the people what... That stands for Big Money Texas. Beaumont, what does it say there? It says Keep It Trill. From Bun? From Bun B. Wow, the mayor of Houston. Two? Two Austin. That's me. From the parquet? courts. Do you guys share the rap music or is it basically Austin's domain? Austin's definitely sort of the pro in the rap era, in the area of rap but you know he's a good teacher when and when we want to listen to rap music he's really great at putting stuff on that we all like. And Austin, what can you say about hashtag BMT? That's where the Big Bopper is from? Yeah, the Big Bopper would be from Beaumont. The Winter Brothers, Edgar Winter and his Joplin. Jess Joplin would be from uh, Port Arthur, which is just across the tracks. Home of Bun B. Bun B and Pimp C, R.I.P. And they shot, or at least they based Footloose 2 in Beaumont. Footloose 2. <laughs> Footloose 2? Well, I know that Footloose is the name, or Beaumont is the name of the town where Footloose was shot. Um, yeah, the town where it's illegal to dance. Footloose 2. Not the original one? I heard it was Footloose 2. <laughs> well, maybe it is. Thank you. <laughs> Certainly felt illegal to dance in Beaumont, Texas. Thank you, Mike's mom. Oh, yeah. Hey, Nardwar, I got something for you in exchange. It's a poster for our show tonight. In Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh, thank you so much. Now, could you explain a little bit about the artwork? I drew it. Um, it's this. It's it's this guy. He's struggling with something. Um, eventually, starts to turn into bricks until he's just a full-on brick wall. And this this occurring nightly part. That's just mainly it's just supposed to represent that we're going to be playing every night somewhere. Uh, you know, for the next few months. Your artwork is amazing, Andrew. Oh, thanks. Like, I wanted to go back, actually, and ask you, if we go way back in the vault, we can pull out the parquet courts. Well, this is the EP, uh, Tally All the Things That You Broke. Five songs. I just love the artwork, and thank you very much for the poster. And I was thinking, I love the artwork so much, it inspires me to give you another gift. Let's, let's see it. What it is right here is, it is a band from the 1960s called The Bees. Oh, hell. Now, compare the artwork as you look at the different artwork there. Busted. Uh, no, it's, I mean, it's, I, I can see the, the lineage of influence coming on here. And the reason I want to pass it on, it's from Ugly Things Records. The Bees are from 1966, Covina, California. On the back, you can read all about them. And I will. The voice is green and purple. I thought it'd be amazing since you sort of covered the artwork that you could maybe cover the tune as well. Well, at your suggestion, I'll definitely consider it, Nardwar. What do you think, though, about the artwork? Because I think it looks so close. Like, I think it's really amazing what they did in the 60s and what you did. Can you describe anything about Andrew's artwork at all? 
I like a lot of it because he uses colors really well. For instance, the red ghost on there, he's sort of actually almost like a fifth member of the band. His name's Ricky, and I just like he kind of anthropomorphizes things through his artwork, and I like that a lot. And Ricky is a great example of that, I think. So thank you very much for the poster, because it just makes me think about art. Art in the parquet? Quartz. I used to DJ that song, Voices Green and Purple, a psychedelic rock night. Yeah, so you remember the tune? Yeah, Voices Green and Purple. So would it fit in with the parquet courts? Oh, yeah, definitely. Very much. So maybe a cover? You heard it here first. The parquet courts, and also the fuzz tones, I think, did that tune as well. They covered it, an 80s band. Yeah, yeah, I would play this V's version, though. So did you do a lot of garage rock covers in this night you did? Yeah, it was all like psychedelic rock. Uh... You know, from the 60s, 70s, that kind of stuff. I did it at the Ace Hotel in New York City until DJ Q-Tip took over my night, kicked me out. So you're, so you're in... Is that what happens to people? They're into rap and then they move to New York City and turn to garage? Um, well, I don't, th- well, I don't think... I don't think... I'm still into rap music. Yeah, let's bring it back. Let's get it real. I'm going to stay trill till I die. That's a, you know, slightly a bridge story, but it, I'm sure it happens to some folks. Now, speaking of art and stuff, do you still like zines, Andrew? Oh, yeah, big time. What can you tell the people about these zines, and how did they influence you growing up in Parquet Courts? Maxim Rock and Roll. Um, yeah, Maxim Rock and Roll I started subscribing to at a young age, 14 or 15, and uh, found it in the liner notes of a record and uh, wrote to them to see if they still existed, and Carolyn Kennedy wrote me back saying, yes, we indeed still exist, and here is our subscription rates, and I, man, I read this sucker till till college just about and she still does a column for MRR yeah she sure does and how did you buy MRR locally was it hard to get uh, oh no I, I, I subscribed I got it sent from San Francisco and how about underneath the zine underneath what do you know about the zine underneath heart attack yeah uh, based out of uh, based out of the Bay Area California this one's not around anymore but uh, yeah it was a big one it was a big one for years I believe Ken that did uh, Ebolition Records did this scene if I'm, if I'm not incorrect he did indeed yeah yeah I, 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 I didn't subscribe to heart attack but I picked up an issue every now and then and I guess further going on with zines here with the parquet courts what do you remember about these particular zines at all do you remember them at all punk planet punk planet yeah I came in on the tail end of that but that was like punk planet was always a little too emo for my taste it was always kind of more on the indie rock emo kind of end of the spectrum which I wasn't into at the time flip side uh, I remember I've never seen it as a glossy I remember when it wasn't one but I think this this hasn't been around for a while either this one I haven't heard of that's punk rock confidential fat Mike's fanzine Oh yeah, Fat Mike from No Effects. Yeah, because you guys love the No Effects, don't you? I really do love No Effects. Punkaramas. That's right. Punkarama Volume One, Two, Three, and Four, Five, Six is the ones I had. So Fat Mike got into the Zine trade. Wow, is this a, is a new development? No, this was a few years ago. It went bust, but I thought it was pretty cool though. Fat Mike doing the Zine. It looks kind of like the Sun or some sort of like tabloid kind of magazine, which I think is clever. I don't know. I haven't really busted in quite yet. And lastly, talking about zines here with the Parquet Courts, have a gift for you, a modern zine, the zine Razor Cake. Do you guys know the zine Razor Cake? Oh, yeah, I know Razor Cake. They, they reviewed... Uh, bad sports. Sure, yeah. They, re- they love bad sports. And sorry, I interrupted you. Well, I was going to say they reviewed Parquet Courts, but I bet they did a bad sports review. Bad sports is great. Why shouldn't they? We can tell the people about bad sports from Denton. They love the bad sports. 
one of the best live bands you'll ever see. Um, it's like, it's like, it's like punk cheap trick. Uh, they, I mean, they know their shit and they do it well. Uh, very good friend of mine, uh, Gregory's in the band, and he played drums with us when we were in Australia. Uh, we used to be in Wiccans together, also. Um, hey, Greg. Dirt Lap loves Denton. Sure thing. Yeah, they do. They love marked men who are from Denton. How many Denton bands are on Dirt Nap? Quite a few. Were you ever on Dirt Nap at all? Let's see. Marked men, high tension wires, maybe. Um, no, myself, I was never on Dirt Nap. But uh, Max, I understand you're very good at Russian. Russian? I've never taken Russian, actually. Chinese. Speak any Russian? Chinese. I cannot speak any Russian. I take Chinese at school. Uh, I took I took Chinese at school. I finished. Uh, how are you on the Chinese? I'm okay. I'm pretty good at reading and writing it. Um, speaking it okay and listening is pretty tough. Well, Max of Parquet. Quartz. Since you're fluent in Chinese or can take a stab at it, anything you'd like to tell the viewers out there right now? Can you give us a shout-out? Sure. Which translates as? Excellent. I am Max Savage. From? Parquet Quartz. And actually, Max, since you're doing great with Chinese, do you want to introduce the rest of the Parquet Quartz in Chinese? Um... Jesher Andrew. I mean, I don't have names for them in Chinese. I could, I mean, Jesher Austin. You, I think you can come up with a good Chinese name for me. Sure. Okay. Um, Jesher Sinku. Sounds awesome. Jesher um, Hunku. This is Hunku coming at you. <laughs> Jesher Jenku. Oh, that's nice. What does that mean, Austin? Uncool. That's mine. New cool. Very cool and super cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Now, also, you're good at math? I study math at NYU, yeah. How good at math are you? Um, I would say, well, I, maybe don't ask me. <laughs> He's really good at math. He could calculate the tip really easily, uh, most places. I've seen him do stuff. He took a class called Abstract Algebra, or what was it called? Is that what it was called? called abstract Algebra, if you can picture that. Oh, I'm just proud of him. Any if you can imagine... He's really good at it. Like, Has it helped having a math wizard in a band, in a parquet court? Uh, you know, he's a drummer, so he keeps good time. There's counting involved. <laughs> Boom! But yeah, his math skills are on point. I want to head back to Denton. Okay, let's go. The Midway Mart. Yep. What's that all about? It's where everybody bought beer on Friday night, and if you were partying that night and you went to the Midway Mart, you were guaranteed to see someone you knew that night. It was a, it was a meeting of minds, really. And there's a great compilation LP, too. Midway LP. I don't know it. Because <laughs> you're from Boston. That's right, yeah. Dare. Yeah, there's a, there's a compilation called Denton Denton USA, which is reference to uh, a movie. Uh, no, I think it might be... The sequel to Rocky Horror It's a Rocky Horror related uh, Song And there's a cover of it On the last track of the record With an all-star cast But the Midway Mart Are there any particular beers That are good to pick up there? Yeah, you, you could get Like Lone Star Like six 12 inch in, uh, You know, six uh, 16 ounce cans For four twenty nine. Is that hard to get Anywhere else that way? Um, I, no, that was like The cheapest it's, place to get It's it. just a hell of a deal yeah, I mean that's just the one that I went for. You could, and they had, you know, like once you, you're 21, you get the cheap beers, and then when you're 22, you're kind of on the older end of the spectrum in Den, and so you, then you kind of get up to like the classier, you know, like the the pints, you know, that you know come with like the top. They have to pop off, and um, you, know, you can have them order special beers for you, but you can also order kegs there. It's very, yeah, you know, very great place to get beer. 
has anybody come to the show and be disappointed with anything? Like, has anybody said to you anything after a show? Yeah, one time I was wearing my Youth of Today shirt, and this guy was like, I love your shirt, but I hate your band. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. My but, feed- <laughs> but feedback is good, though, right? Sure, yeah. Where was that, just in case people are wondering? I remember it. That was in Virginia. Um, Richmond, Virginia, yeah. I mean, at least you knew you looked good. <laughs> Baboon. Yeah. We head over to 1919... Hempel Street. Nin- yes, what can you tell the people about 1919 Hempel? Very early haunt of mine. I took Austin there once when we were in when when we were in school. It's in Fort Worth, Texas. It is a it's a you know a DIY info shop, free space kind of you know no judgment kind of place where I saw a lot of uh, punk and hardcore and what have you shows back in the day. I have another gift for you, Andrew, right here. It is the Source Family LP. Oh, how sweet, man. That's Nardwar. Thank you. That's great. What can you tell the people about Father Yod and the Source Family? Father Yod uh, was a charismatic leader of the Source family, started out opening the Source family restaurant, which is a health food restaurant in L.A., which I think there's a scene in Annie Hall that takes place there, um, where he asked for the mash yeast, yeah. And he, it eventually, he, he kind of became a guru and had, you know, kind of uh, plural lovers and... Uh, I don't know, kind of got a god complex and ended up dying from a, a hang glider crash. You can turn it over on the back there. Oh, actually, inside, I think there's some information on Father Yod. Well, I should mention that the Source family were also a band, and that's kind of the, the important part of, you know, of this, is that they would go to public schools and kind of preach their doctrine and play this kind of really aggressive, you know, droney psych stuff that was, you know, pretty far out for any time but definitely then um and so i'm only assuming that this is a uh, this is some of the recordings and this is the soundtrack to the documentary because i think you saw the documentary didn't you i saw it yeah and there was that rumor too i don't think they talked about it in the documentary that after he died in a hand gliding accident that he ended up being stuffed and mounted hey i wouldn't put it past him the music though was great psychedelic yeah, yeah, very droney. Uh, yeah, just just 60s freak out kind of stuff. Why don't I move over now to Boston? Massachusetts. Sean. Yeaton. The Record Hospital Fest? What is that? It's a festival that uh, students at Harvard University put on every year. Um, it's WHRB? Uh, yeah, that's right, I think. That's great. I love it. I've been a bunch of times. I've played it and uh, f- have had friends who've organized it. It's really, it's a great time. Holden Chapel? Yes, Holden Chapel is one of the venues that they've used for in the past. They've used a couple different places. Front Street Coffee House? That's in Salem, Massachusetts, and they make a really great iced Americano. I used to go there uh, a lot when I was living. Ask, speaking of Max from Rock and Roll, ask him about his Suze Randall tattoo. My Suze? Oh, yeah, I have two from that she did. One is... Can you show us? Yeah, okay, sure. Well, I can only show you one without, but... Uh, As you're um, doing that, maybe Andrew can explain. Oh, Sue, so, well, we were talking about Maximum Rock and Roll earlier, and uh, she uh, it was a former shit worker of MRR. Tattoo, the outline of uh, Massachusetts, the state. You won't find the islands on there, though. I guess we, she just decided to leave those ones out. That's this right. was done by an MRR shit worker. Uh, well, in, in, yeah, an editor, a writer at MRR. At the MRR house? You know, I'm not entirely sure. You can't remember where you got the tattoo? Oh, no, no. Oh, the tattoo I got at a place called Regeneration Records in uh, Boston, in Austin, yeah. 
And you were playing in a striped tiger? Can you explain about the Daniel Striped Tiger? Daniel, my brother. That was a band I was in where I played guitar, and it was named after a character on Mr. Rogers, and it was kind of like a post-hardcore, we liked Fugazi a lot. Band. And then you ended up playing Andrew's house? Yeah, he played my house in Denton, Texas, and what can I say? I love the guy from minute one. Clean Plate Records. Will Killingsworth. That's a connection between the teenage cool kids and the Daniel My Tiger. Boy? Yeah, that's an amazing label, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Will's a really good friend of mine. And, and that helped you guys come together all together? In some capacity, I think Will actually maybe was one of the first people who had uh, introduced me to Teenage Cool Kids, and I, I remember he had a t-shirt, and then one summer, uh, our bands at the time were touring in a, in a van capacity or something like that, heard uh, Teenage Cool Kids, and yeah, then you know I met Andrew, obviously, and then we decided that we wanted to do a split and between Will and another label called Protagonist, they released the split 7-inch. And so, yeah, in a way, yeah, Will has a lot to do with our, uh, you know, meeting each other. That's a a legendary, legendary label. Yeah, it's great. I mean, they put out a lot of amazing stuff. Please inform the captain this is a hijack. You know, I'm sure he put out Laceration and, uh, you know, my band, Death to Tyrants, everything. I don't know. A bunch of awesome records. I really like that record label. Parquet Courts, quote... In Manitoba, they call it boring. At night, we hum to Canadian... Snoring. What can you tell the people about that as the sun comes out here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? Well, that's a, uh, that, that's a lyric that you quoted of mine from the song North Dakota, which, uh, borders, uh, which borders Manitoba. It's an amazing lyric. Your lyric comes first, and then the music comes. So when did you come up with that lyric? Were you on the treadmill? Were you shoveling snow? What inspired that one? Yeah, Andrew, what inspired that lyric? Well, believe it or not, I was, uh, I was on a, a trip through North Dakota. I was with him on this trip. It's true, he was. It was very cold. It was, we left Fargo, North Dakota to get to Seattle, and took about... Two days to get there. It was snowy. It was flat. It looked like we were driving on the moon. And uh, I guess I had some thoughts running around in my head. I've never been there personally. I was not. That was a tour from when they were in uh, Fergus, right? Fergus and Geronimo. Mm-hmm. So it's referencing an old band. Uh, well, it's referencing a moment that we experienced in an in a ba- older band. Yeah. Parquet Courts, you are on the cover right here of Beetroot in Alberta. Beetroot, Alberta. You guys are on the cover. Oh, there we are. And if you open it up to the anointed page right there, Mm -hmm. this is Parquet Courts opening up Beetroot. What do we see? Well, that's us and what I consider to be probably the best picture of us ever taken. And we're being interviewed by this guy. And it's, uh, it's Ratso from uh, Chicagogo in Chicago. Exactly. Thank you for giving him props because he's going uncredited in a lot of promo picks, isn't he? I would be upset if I was Ratso. Does Ratso know that he's in Beetroot? He's the center spread of Beetroot. I mean, he seems like a pretty reasonable guy. I don't think he'd be too upset about that. But, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think it's amazing, though. You're giving props to Ratso. You maybe can tell the people about Chickagogo and Ratso, because Chickagogo is one of the most incredible shows. They're coming up to like a thousand episodes this summer. It's true. It is an incredible show. It's a, it's a program uh, for kids of all ages. Um, you know, 
uh, with in-depth interviews uh, and, and live performances, too. A dance party. A dance party, that's right. Are you still into Cocksparrow at all, Andrew? Oh, big time. Yeah, definitely. When did you get into them? Uh, as, as a youngin, you know, that's, that's one of those kind of canonic punk bands that you get into off the, off the, off the bat. I, I, I had a mixtape that Cox, that Cox Bar was on. I love that you're still into the cock, and I thought, you need something to go with the big cock. And I have a gift for you right here, a 1967 Avalon handbill from San Francisco featuring Big... Brother in the Holding Company? Wow. Because you love the Big Brother in the Holding Company, don't you? I sure as shit do. Nordwart, yeah, thanks. This is beautiful. Thank you. Oh, sure, no problem. What can you tell the people about Big Brother? You can pull it out there. It's actually a postcard that you can mail back to your friends in Denton if you want. Oh, I won't, I won't put this in the mail. No, sir. Uh, Big Brother in the Holding Company. Uh, well, it's got, it's got Janice in it, you know, from Port Arthur, Texas. Moved out to San Francisco during, you know, Summer of Love. Uh, hippie movement. And uh, what is this, a Fillmore? Or where is this at? It's at the Avalon in San Francisco, 1960. That's right. You said that. So, yeah, I mean, this uh, legendary uh, legendary band, legendary place, legendary piece of uh, psychedelic art. Oh, yeah, it's a family dog production. Big, uh, big show promoter in the 60s, from what I've read. Do you know anything about Janis Joplin at all? You know, being from Texas and being so close? Right, yeah. She's from Port Arthur, Texas, which is, you know, kind of right across the street from Beaumont, Texas, where I'm from. Um, I know that she, uh, once she left, she decided she never wanted to go back. She was an early friend of the elevators. The elevators in her were friends when she lived in Austin. They, they all palled around together. Have you jammed at all with Rocky Erickson? No, never met Rocky. Have you jammed with any psychedelic people at all? Who's jammed with you guys? Is that a bad word, jam? We do an elevator's cover, actually. Oh, which one? Slide Machine. What album is that from? Easter Everywhere. How long have you been doing that? Oh, um, not quite a year. This is awesome that you do some garage covers. I mean, there's hope for the bees. There's hope for the bees. Voices green and... Purple. Why should people care about the parquet courts? Why should people care? Um, well, because you, you can't beat that good old American rock... Well, thanks so much, Parquet Courts. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 loot do. You've been ducking and dodging, but you can't come home no more. You've been ducking and dodging, but you can't come home no more. Draft my next apology Burn my letters once they're read on alloy joint 
thrice repeat An alloy joy, an alloy joy Listen to what I just heard It's raining on the sun, jailbirded Just like you, the way it moves A fog that creeps in, grinning always In your hair and in your hallways Got detained in San Francisco On your way to get fresh air The USA didn't want you there Juggled oranges, but no one cared You've been ducking, dodging, but you can't come home no more You've been ducking and dodging, but you can't come home no more
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Well, we hope you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show on CITR Radio, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You just heard right there the Parquet Courts with Instant Disassembly. And before that, the Parquet Courts with Duckin and Dodgin. And before that, an interview with the Parquet Courts. Right now, gonna play Ya Ho Wa 13, featuring Father Yod of the Source family on vocals. Father Yod and the Source family that was mentioned in the Parquet Courts interview. For a full explanation of the Source family, check out the amazing documentary, The Source Family. But this was their house band with Father Yod on vocals from 1974, recorded in a gigantic mansion. When they moved out of the mansion or were kicked out of the mansion, all like 140 of them that were living in a four-bedroom mansion, ABBA moved in. That's how big they were. The Source family. So here's Father Yod, going to play, I guess, as much as you want to hear of Father Yod and Ya Hoa from... 1974. So here's Yahoo 13 from 1974 with I'm Gonna Take You Home on Denardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show.
Listening to the Nordwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show something that I didn't get a chance to play last week. I played a couple tracks from it. The Wild Style Instrumental Breakbeats LP from the movie Wild Style. I didn't get a chance to play that track, and that track was Down by a Law. Played a couple other tracks from the Wild Style record, but not that one, so return to the scene of the crime. Wild Style Breakbeats from the movie Wild Style, and we heard Down by Law. Before that, from Australia, The Royal Headache. And right now, going to play you something about Station Image. We're live here on CITR, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. If you want to join CITR, come on down. You can become a DJ. Room 233 of the Student Union Building. Phone up 604-822-1242. Or check out CITR.ca for more information. You can become a DJ. 
That's pretty straightforward. Everybody knows that. You can become a DJ. If I, Nardward, a human serviette, can become a DJ, you can become a DJ. Also, if you join CITR, you can get involved in station management. You don't have to be a DJ. You could get involved with news. You can get involved with sports. Or let me just return to what I just said. You can get involved with station management. So I thought for you potential CITR members that want to join CITR and are wondering, well, I'm a station manager. I'm involved with management at CITR. What's the deal with that? How would I do it? I've got the record for you right now. Here's something all about station image on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show so you can learn about station image. So if you have your own radio station or if you join CITR and you want to project the right image, here's something that you can follow to a T on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Of course, of course, station image relies on being able to hit the right buttons properly. Obviously, I still have to master hitting the right buttons. And therefore, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. So this hopefully should give you some station imaging. Hopefully, this will help you answer all the questions you've been wondering about right now. I've been hitting all the wrong buttons, and now this will teach you how to hit all the right buttons. A Cadillac is a quality product. It means uh, affluency. Is there such a word? Most people who drive Jaguars have a very good impression about themselves. They want to indicate to me that they uh, have an appreciation for the finer things in life, own the finer things in the life. The word is image. Mercedes, uh, I think, means image of quality, image of uh, a standard of excellence. I just believe that I will probably find a better quality of merchandise at Sears. It's about the same, but I just have this image of Folgers in my mind that it's a better car. It's a status symbol. Image is the name of the game. Uh, Lowenbrow. I like the way the bottle looks. I like the little silver thing on the top of it. It makes me feel very rich I when I drink. drink Dr. Pepper. It's different. Something unique. Something that stands well, out. Well, Highland Park, number one, has the image of the affluent area and the area to left. What makes one car seem so different from the next? One neighborhood so desirable compared to another? Image is the key. It's what advertisers spend billions for every year. It's what gets consumers to consume. The buyer might not call it image, but it's the magic magnetic force behind every decision to buy one brand over another. Radio is a product too, and just like Buick versus Chevy, Maxwell House versus U-Ban, image plays a major role in attracting listeners to a specific station. Your station can be technically superior, have the best music, personality, news, but Unless there's one uniform thread of consistency that ties it all together, one powerful image that showcases it as a truly unique product, then your station will not be successful. To be a leader, you must occupy the right image in the listener's mind. 
TM Productions is the world's most accomplished image builder for broadcast stations. Since the company was founded, TM has grown to be the industry's largest and most successful production company. And what we've learned in all that time is your game. Because you can be sure TM ideas work. The proof is there. If you placed all the TM IDs that have ever increased ratings of radio stations end to end and accelerated them to 138,000 RPM, you would still be hearing exciting image-building jingles on the first Tuesday of July, 1982. But hold it. To see what TM image IDs are all about, we need to pull these apart and look at them one at a time. Station IDs from TM, or image IDs, are a proven way to help build your station image, or strengthen your current image, or change your image entirely. Part of what makes TM the most depended on of all production companies is the extra effort we take. We insist on thoroughly researching new ideas to see if they'll work, and we work hand-in-hand -hand with you to create the exact product for your needs. You're about to hear some of the many case histories of TM's ratings-building expertise at work. On WBAL-TV, Channel 11 in Baltimore, this is the TM Sound. Jerry Ashley. WBAL had a couple of problems they wanted us to help them solve. They didn't get the kind of support from the network that they needed to have. And secondly, they were with the weakest network. We produced an idea and an image for them, which was Channel 11 is where you belong, that spoke to the fact that we are big, we are powerful, we are imagey, we, you need to be watching us. They wanted their news department to be very vital, to be very aggressive, so we produced a series of songs that said action news is everywhere and we produced them in a very contemporary style they went from third in the early news and in the late news to first in the early news and first in the late news they believe the image that we produced for them was significant in attaining those rankings look for us we'll be there Action news is everywhere. And if what you're looking for is all the news in Baltimore and everywhere, then we'll be there. Look for us, we'll be there. Action news is everywhere. Frank Maggot Company conducted a, a research study. One of the things that they asked was, have you seen any news promotion on any Baltimore television station? There was a 26% firm recall, a 22% shadow recall for a total of 48% recall of the promotion. And this is among the two or three highest recall scores ever recorded by Maggot. 
It's a researched fact. Stations that use musical IDs get higher ratings than those that don't. 25% higher ratings on the average. TM Image IDs are more than just jingles. They're solid advertising. The very best way for a station to build its image through on-air promotion. One reason they're so effective is call letter memorability. But TM Image IDs do more than just raise ratings through recall. 1953, Tom Merriman produces radio's first ID jingles for advertising and entertainment value. Mr. and Mrs. America, this was the start of Image. 1969, the pendulum swings left. Now IDs are short and functional, designed to streamline programming. Was Image still there? If the product was TM's, it was 1978. Image comes of age, and TM reaffirms its position as broadcasting's image maker. Image was a prop Diego. TM's Dick Hamilton. They were a fairly standard MOR station in a fairly standard MOR market and didn't really have a whole lot to distinguish them from anybody else. So it was obviously an image problem. They happened to be in a city that was a, a relatively easy one to work in under the circumstances because it is a neat place. It seemed like a very logical move to associate them strongly with the city and also their broadcast frequency strongly with their call letters. The end result was saying San Diego 76 KFMB. And in effect, this also uh, got the whole city of San Diego involved with the station. We've got it all the way. Living here together. San Diego other details about the station or the people on the station or the city in which the station is, the important thing is to feed lots of information in. It's almost like programming a computer to feed all of these factors into my mind and let them gel around. I'm not really sure what happens after they get in there, but the final result is that when I actually start thinking specifically music, I won't think of things that aren't appropriate. San Diego Weekend 76 KFMD a strong, sharply defined image is communicated not only by what you say, but how. The final texture results from the writer's technique, the size of the orchestra, the different singers used, everything right down to the balance of a final mix. Only TM Productions has the capability to develop so many distinctively different sounds. Only a company whose experience goes back to the very invention of station jingles could have as diversified a staff of writing and creative talent as does TM. For KILT Houston, the image needed to be big, driving, the sound of a leader. So TM created a sound to match. KILT! Tom Merriman, chairman of TM, is one of the few writers today who can create this kind of sound the way he does. Of course, the winning score probably has the largest orchestra that has ever been used in image identification type material. And it was done for a reason. As we know from movie music, the orchestra can portray lots of different ideas. For example, big smooth strings are classy and sophisticated. Solid big brass give a kind of a strong and intense and virile sound. So not only did we want to say who we were, but it was most important to say what we were. The biggest, the best, the classies. K-I-L-T 
Yet for some other rock and contemporary images, a brassier, sharper, penetrating sound is preferred. Listen. 93 KHJ. DM's Bob Piper is an expert at writing this kind of sound. Over the course of the years when I was with Pam's, I've written probably hundreds of very short call letter identifications. And we're still finding an awful lot of demand for this kind of imagery. The really high-powered, high-polished stations need that kind of brassy, high-energy, rapid-type identification so they can maintain that kind of an image. KFRC! The images you've been hearing are just a few of the many different ideas TM has developed for all formats, from top 40 to all news. If the sound you need isn't on this disc, just call us. We'll welcome the opportunity to work with you to develop the product you need, or show you the dozens of others ready to build your image right now. How does TM arrive at the best image for a station? We ask you questions. How do you want people to think of your station? Who do you want to appeal to? What kind of appeal do you want? The answers are unique to every format. Rock. Target 12 to 24. Solid. Exciting. Contemporary. Target 18 to 34. Alive. Personable. Soft rock. 24 to 40. Laid back. Mellow. TM image IDs can work differently for different stations. They can build an image. They can strengthen an already working image. Or they can change an image altogether. The way they work depends on how you want them to work. Consider the remarkable new record-style songs written for soft rock KMGC. You are the minstrel, I your guitar. I play what you say, cause you are the star. You play the string so neatly. I sing it out so sweetly You are a minstrel I your guitar You are a minstrel of Dallas Mellow 102.9 Is your guitar You are a minstrel of Dallas The mellow sound is where you are We wanted to write songs that the listener would hear and would enjoy as much as any of the other records that are played on the station. TM composer Jim Kirk. The main thing is we didn't want to appear to the listener to be selling the station. We wanted them to be able to listen to these songs as part of the programming elements and somehow within the body of that piece tie in the station in a smooth fashion that's not going to turn them off whatsoever. Together Forever is the title of one of our songs and it talks about how the two of us will be together. We're here. We're, we're not going to change. That type of thing. There'd be nothing for me here If you went away But this can last for years so let's live it day by day Together forever In never-ending love Of one another 
Dean Wareham comes to the Biltmore Cabaret featuring special guest Jody Glendam.